What the hell is going on? It's your boy Rock Carmine in the building. Detroit Mail, the man with the Grandmaster plan for the IOW Network in the building. Uh, oh, oh. IOW Sports, we here, episode 192. 192, 192. And it's a pleasure for us to be here as always. Please make sure you're going over uh, to all your social media platforms Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. IOW Sports Network is the address especially on YouTube, make sure you hit that up, like, share, hit that subscribe button, uh, and also make sure you spread the word what we got going on with this IOW Sports Movement, and, uh, you know, just make sure you follow us, because we got a lot of stuff coming down the pipe, uh, a lot of content, a lot of material. Uh, yeah, right. Make your way over to the Facebook page that gives you a chance, you, you, the viewers, the watchers, the listeners, a chance to, you know, go in and give your own take. And without us, you know, it's it's there for you guys to, uh, you know, get the conversation started, get the water cooler talk started, and you know, it's good debates going. Who who agrees with you? Who disagrees with you? Rip your city, rip your team. That's right, right, the right. point of the Facebook. And you can also get some merch. Uh, link is posted at the top of that Facebook page. And hey, if you can't find us on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, you can always follow us on IOW Sports One on Twitter. On the Twitter, uh, no Twitter beast, but you can always catch us on the Twitter. IW Sports One, um, and you know, hey, if you can't get the, uh, you can't get the merch, you can at least get the snapback. You see this fine snapback on my cabeza, but in order to get the snapback, gotta get the cash app. The cash app. Gotta get the cash app. Thirty bucks. Dollar sign IW Sports Network. Give us a physical address. Your name. All that good jazz, and in return, you will get the very exclusive IOW Sports snapback. But again, you gotta hit the cash app. Thirty bucks. The cash app. <laughs> gotta hit the cash app. Uh, <clears throat> now we got all the, uh, you know, the plugs in in the uh, in uh, the spiel out the way. Man, uh, man, how you feeling today, big bro? How you doing, man? Man, I'm tired as hell. I feel like somebody jumped on me and beat nigga. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, I mean, you too old to be catching fades, so I, I hope that ain't the case. Uh, uh, that's how good. I feel, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I took an L, something serious. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I get it. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm tired as hell, uh, uh, man, but, but we gonna, we gonna, uh, keep it together on this grind that we call IOW Sports, so. Uh, let's get uh, let's get down to it because uh, what up, there's, a though, lot, there's a lot to discuss. What's good, Aunt? How you doing, Aunt? Hell, Anthony Davis stop hanging out with Michael Thomas. <laughs> Bruh, it's funny he say that because, man, I had never seen somebody like Mike Thomas who literally has been missing two years, finally comes back and then only plays one game and then go missing again. I, <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that situation. I... I I don't know if it's his body. I don't know if it's he don't want to be there and they healthy scratching him. I don't know, um, I but I never. Either, man. That made no sense. But it's crazy because when he played, he actually looked like he was back to being Mike. Right, right, right. And that's the crazy part. I thought he was back to being Mike, but uh, we'll get we'll definitely get into some NFL talk. We'll uh, preview uh, some of the games this week, and Steph, and definitely we'll preview uh, tonight's game 
um, between the Eagles and the Texans. It won't take us long to preview that. I think we know. Not really. long at all. Yeah, I, I think we got an idea what, what the hell is about to happen tonight. Um, <laughs> but uh, you can just take an L. Yeah, yeah, just just take the L. Just take the L. Matter of fact, <laughs> save, save us the time. Save us the uh, you know. Don't even have us subscribe to amazon prime if you ain't already got the subscription to see that ass whooping so you know right. just, just go ahead and, and save us go ahead um but look we'll get into some uh nfl talk uh uh for sure but i want to start right here because um i don't know exactly the tweet that Kyrie Irving had put out um but a lot of people are calling it anti-semitic and uh you know at Here's my thing. Kyrie just doesn't come off as that guy to say anything, I guess, anti-Semitic. And maybe I'm, I might be judging a book by his cover. Maybe he's just a, you know, type of guy that says off-the-wall shit. Well, I mean, well, we know that. but uh, Right. We're going to rephrase that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but here's my thing with Kyrie. And, and this is what I, was starting to irritate me with how the media treats him, in, in specifically, in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy that's, you know... He's he's a free flowing thinker. Um, right. He's he's not the type of person that's going to, uh, you know, cave in to what's quote unquote what's the norm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the media's been going in on Kyrie, and I'm just like, yo, he he's a human being just like us that has opinions, has uh, uh, thoughts that uh, you know he's 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 a thinker, man. Like, mm-hmm. He's been that way since he's gotten to the league. He he's never been the type to conform. And I you know, a lot of people are starting to call him a, a what's that, a culture cancer in the locker room. <laughs> and I don't agree with that. I, I I just don't agree with that. Uh can he be difficult? Of course. There's a lot of difficult people out here, but you can't call him a cancer in it. In a in a you know uh, culture uh, uh, cancer and, and all that shit with with really no no true evidence to back it up. The vaccination right. situation, they, I didn't have no issue with that. My man, he stood his ground and he felt some type of way about it. What's the problem? You know, he ain't do what they want him to do. That's the problem. And and then and, and boy, 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 that's what it is. Uh, I think of. Uh, especially in, in, in these billion-dollar industries such as the NFL and NBA and, and Major League Baseball, and sometimes it's like they want these players to conform to what they think their athletes should should do and, right, and, right. and the idea. And and sometimes I'm like, bro, like, like get off that. Get off that soapbox. Like, they're, they're individuals. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, just because a camera is filming your job your occupation because let's be let's call it what it is it's occupation it's their job it's their job you know but just because their occupation is getting filmed and 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 able to be viewed across the world don't make them less human right right don't make them less you know of a person you know that they should still be allowed to have thoughts views and, and own opinions I just don't get. I, I just don't get yeah, this whole bashing I, of Kyrie. I don't know. I ain't have a problem. I think he had posted something about that um, movie um, from Hebrews to Negroes. I yeah. think that's what he, he had posted that, and um, they had a. You know, they had um, took exception with it. What up, Matt? Mm-hmm. And uh, here's my thing. 
No, we can't say too much about that because I don't want Chase Bank to tell me to come get my twenty dollars off the bank. But uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they gonna come get it too. Uh, um, come get your twenty dollars off the bank. You know they they told um see they did with uh with uh Kanye mm-hmm. took his money. Well, I ain't got as much as he got. I got twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and they come get your twenty off this bank. <laughs> so I ain't gonna say go too deep into it. Yeah, I'll, I'll but, withdraw, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but here's my thing, man. You know, even when you have uh, you take exception with what, because I've seen the I've seen like the documentary on it. I mm-hmm. haven't read the book, but I seen the documentary on it. And my thing is, you can disagree with what they will say it in there, but what they but just because you disagree doesn't make it anti-Semitic. That's what I'm saying nothing about hate. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have a different opinion about what they said. No. But it, it doesn't really say anything about hate. It just has a different opinion of who they think Jews are. That's yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? But because you use a certain word or you say certain things, oh, that's anti-Semitic. But why don't they say that when you talk about Arabs? Arabs are Semitic people. Why don't yeah. they talk about certain Ethiopians? They're Semitic people. Certain people in Northern Africa are Semitic people. Yeah. I mean, Jews are not the only Semitic people. Yeah. But they only apply that term when you talk about Jews. What, why don't they apply it to black folks? Don't they know that the, that the original uh, Hebrews, they look like us? Well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's what the movie talks about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so they get they, they upset about that. But, you know, my thing is, there's more than one type, there's more than one type of Semitic people. Yeah, it's, more than, more, it's, it's many sectors of it. Right. And so my thing is like, but they only use that term for the one particular people. And they say it's hate if you say something wrong. But my thing is, whether you not agree with, because you, you, I don't want to go down that road about that, but whether you yeah. disagree with that opinion or not, it doesn't mean that it's hate. Mm-hmm. I mean, you disagree with Christianity, that means I hate Christianity. You can disagree with Islam, that means I hate Islam. I just might not agree with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, you can go down the line. And the things I disagree with, it doesn't mean that I hate it. I just don't agree with it. Yeah. So... I, I don't know, man, but but regardless of how you feel on the Ky- Kyrie situation, it's just it's just another piece that's given to the media to to paint Kyrie in such a negative light, and right. and, I'm, and I'm starting to get get irritated with it because it's like, bro, it's okay if he has a difference of opinion about certain things in in in, in the world. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It, it, it doesn't make you a, a terrible. Person or anti-Semitic? No, 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 he has an opinion just like everybody else, and it makes no. In, 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 I don't know. Is just is sometimes people put too much stock into what pro athletes say sometimes, and sometimes I'm like, you know, even if they got a point, and even if they're right, you know, it, it's just like any other opinion. What they, what's the old saying? Opinions are like assholes. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody got one. Got one. Right. Everybody got one. It ain't no difference. He, uh, he got a Twitter account just like all the billions of people around the world got one too. Mm-hmm. And he's free to post on his Twitter account as much as he wants to. And that's up to Twitter to, to uh, uh, you know, filter his his. his but uh, even even with the with the um one exchange he had, my thing was like, um, you know, guy asked him about it, and he was just kind of like, you know, I posted yeah. something. I don't agree with the person who, who who actually did the original post, you know, 
Um, I was just posting something I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. So the guy and said the guy kept more well, why are you promoting? They said, Well, yeah, I'm not that. promoting anything, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And I think it's like yeah. why you keep digging at it, man. He, he gave you he tell you what he had to say, he said he was against it. Move on. And, and you saw that he was visibly visibly getting upset because he's like, bro, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to talk basketball, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to talk basketball. What, he, right. he, he said, I answered your question and, and just because you didn't like the answer that I gave you, you can't keep trying to come at me to keep fishing and digging for shit that, uh, and get the answer that you want. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I saw that video the other day. I'm like, yo, we, we get it. This is this is what I this is this is why I love what we do mm. is because it's it's for one you you already know we gonna keep it real and authentic like it's barbershop right. talk all right mm-hmm. we gonna talk like we in the we in the we in the shop everybody getting cuts and we acting right. a fool that's right, that's right. that's the purpose of this show we ain't trying to move the needle and be uh, no martyrs or no no mm-hmm. no uh, uh, freedom fighters we ain't trying to do all that. We got another mm-hmm. podcast for all that. Right, right, right. We, we talk in sports. Mm-hmm. So, but when it comes to Kyrie, I, I, I hate that he gets such a villainy-like view because he's mm-hmm. open and honest about his own opinions. You know, so I, they, want, I, I they want you controlled, man. They want you controlled. That's all it is. They want you controlled. They want you to shut up and dribble, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. That's what that's what um Laura Ingram said. <laughs> Shut up and dribble, LeBron. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't gonna cap. <laughs> LeBron, you know, I, I respect what he does at the court, but sometimes I wish he would just shut up. <laughs> you should tell, him, tell him shut up and win. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Tuesday. I kind of spoke about it on the late night show, but out of nowhere, Steve Nash and the Brooklyn Nets mutually agreed to part ways. What was your first initial thoughts on that situation, big bro? I was like, about time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for real, I mean, it's like, you know, you can't, you can't, I, I, I guess, I guess, um, we, and we kind of pointed, said something about this. Um, I can't remember what show we're talking about, but if they kept, if they keep losing, Steve Nash is gonna have to go. Mm-hmm. And we have brought that up, and so my thing was like they saw what well, moving the right direction, and he had to go because you know the pressure was on before the season to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. They decided to stay with him for the beginning of the season, and then they they still wasn't winning, and then you know just to what Steve Nash said and what everybody else said, you read between the lines. I think it was kind of where a mutual agreement. Because I think Steve Nash felt like he can't do nothing with him. You know, it's like my hands are tied. What I can do, the power I have. And at the same time, they probably was like, we don't want to listen to him anyway. You know what I'm saying? So I think it kind of wasn't mutual agreement. It might have been more on one side than the other. Mm-hmm. But I think to, and to some extent, it was a mutual agreement. Because, you know, they wasn't, they wasn't, on paper, this team should be dominating. Mm-hmm. It's very few teams that should be able to compete with them. Yeah. You know, in the NBA. And they wasn't doing it. You know. Yeah. So something has to give. And when it comes to losing, especially losing and not living up to your potential, first thing happened, they start pointing fingers. The fingers usually always go to the head coach first. 
Always. It, then, then it trickles on down. Then that don't work. Superstars, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Go to the superstars. Sometimes it goes to the GM. Mm-hmm. But it always usually starts with the head coach first. So, you know, he had to get the axe. Now, they keep continuing to lose. Then it'd be interesting to see what they do next. They get rid of the GM or they start trading people. Now, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Was, was Steve Nash a scapegoat? To a degree, yeah, because I don't think it's all Steve Nash. Mm-hmm. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's all Steve Nash. And I mean, here's the thing. You can have all the talent in the world, have all the talented people on a team, and a chemistry just can't may not come together. Just might not be able to play together. You know? Yeah. Or you know what I'm saying? So you might have to move some pieces around just to get it to work. And I can't tell you who I, I won't I won't say it's all I can't say, okay, move KD and it would be better, or move Kyrie would be better, or you know, get uh get rid of maybe Ben Simmons. Well, Ben Simmons ain't doing shit anyway, but you know, <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? Maybe move like a, a lesser, better word, lesser degree of superstar, and it may be better or add this piece. We don't know, but that's what that's what that's what the beauty about this sport is that, you know, look at the Pistons, man. Most of the Pistons teams that won didn't have no real superstars. You know what I'm saying? If you go back to the bad boy days, really, the real only superstar really was Isaiah, and I guess to the Greek, say Dumars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that was outside of that. And that's no knocking against Sally and Robin and all them. LaBeer, Vinnie Johnson, and, you know, when they, and when they had Aguirre and they had, you know what I'm saying? They want superstars. They yeah. got the right pieces for that team. If you go to the, the 2000 or the 2004, 2003 team, um, you know, what, Chauncey Billups, Whip Hamilton, uh, Rashid. Rashid was, I guess, was probably a bigger superstar than all of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ben Wallace. Who you know what I'm saying? So they, they they did it, but though they did it because that chemistry worked. Those pieces worked, and I think you know sometimes you have superstars on teams that just don't work together. <coughs> to answer your question, and um, I think that was Sean Marsh, the GM, that made that decision because once once Harden wanted out, and he had a certain destination in in in, in place, which was only Philly. So you gotta you gotta take what pretty much Philly is is willing to come off of. So you, you know what? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm gonna say no, let's no, keep no. it, honey, man. Let's keep it a, a buck. If, yeah. if you're looking at if you're looking at Ben Simmons and Philly, right? Outside of his Atlanta series, he would look like a good piece for your team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he has some deficiency. Yeah, we can say that. But I'm yeah. saying, but outside the Atlanta game. He looked like a good piece for your team. No one thought he would come into um, Brooklyn and look how he does now. Boy, he looked terrible. Bro. You know what I'm saying? No one. So I won't. I won't fall. Whoever picked it, I won't make that as a bad decision. It's on paper. It looked good. You know what I'm saying? You have mental breakdown one series. Okay, we can probably fix that. You know what I'm saying? Coaching, yeah. whatever. We can probably work around that. Plus, he's not. We're not depending on him the same way in Philly as we will over here in Brooklyn. Not at all. And, and, so, and I think I mean, I think at the same time we gotta realize there's only eight games in the season. They got 82 games total. Yeah, oh yeah. So so if if Ben Simmons is still looking like this in December, then I say, yeah, let's panic and freak the hell out. But I mean, when you're eight games and we gotta remember the, the kid hasn't played in pretty much what almost a year and a half. Because yeah. he didn't play all of last year. Right. You know, uh, and the last time we saw him, of course, like you mentioned, the the, the Atlanta series uh, a couple of years ago. 
and, right. and when he refused to, to dunk on a little ass Trey Young. But right. um, obviously, I, I think it's well documented. I, I think there's a lot of probably a, a lot of mental strength he still has to gain from, you know, being in a situation where he felt it was mentally unstable. Yeah. So and, and people look, we got to realize when it comes to mental and mental health, wellness and, and health it's that's that's not something that's an overnight situation mm-hmm. that's not something that's that's uh you know primarily uh, uh uh taken care of at a rapid you know pace right 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 you know uh it, when, when it comes to, to to the mental part of the sports side which i think a lot of people take for granted mm-hmm. because they think of just the physical attributes that you need to play the sport but no you did boy it, one of my it's an old saying it said uh, especially in the game of football it's 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 literally uh 20 percent fiscal but it's 80 percent mental mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and people are like oh why is it more mental because it's 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 a chess match same with yeah. basketball same with baseball same with hockey it's a chess match it's not checkers you got to find a way to find the, the mismatch and the matches that favor for you Right. And that's not something that that's just easily done. You you gotta work at that, and mm-hmm. and you gotta find you gotta you know you gotta do certain things to expose it, expose those matchups and things like that. So um, that's why I, I think a lot of a lot of people forget the mental part of sports. It's right. it, it's just as important as the physical, if not more. I I, I mean we we reference even in our other podcasts. I often wonder we reference how. Uh, the Willie Lynch uh, book, how, mm-hmm. how to create a slave. It, you would pick out the most dominant ones, and you would do certain things to to jack them up mentally. That you got them by the mind that the body will follow. So, you know, uh, uh, how we get him? Well, well, well. To be fair, and you know, on the outside looking in, it looks like he did nothing. We obviously, being on the outside, don't know what he did did he go see a therapist there's a such thing as sports therapy that some of these athletes go to we don't know what he did you know but in don't this know how is, deep it goes either yeah we don't know how deep it goes but you know at some point yo uh, <laughs> what are you doing on the court right now it's like did you really uh take care of your mental situation or not yeah, man. It's just like it's like anything, man. It's like you know when you play when you playing, just take a just one particular game, yeah. and you come in and you start missing shots. So every time you know you come down, you overcompensating for what you might have done. So like you, so for instance, you shoot an air ball, you might overcompensate and you shoot it too hard, and then so like a lot of times they try to get you in involved and like get an easy layup and stuff like that to kind of get your confidence back. If you never get that confidence back. You probably be missing the whole game because you know your, your mental capacity is not there. Yeah. And I think that's what you gotta look at that from that's that smallest you know, thing I was just saying and look at it from a, a micro a macro um perspective. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We don't know how many small things that happened to create the big monster that he, he has now. Yeah. And we don't know outside of the court what he deal with to create this monster that he's dealing with now. So mm-hmm. all those things can come together and he may be getting help. Or may have talked to someone, but it just it may be, you know, you're looking at a mountain and you're trying to chisel that mountain down. So yeah. we don't know how much of a mountain that is he's trying to chisel down. So you we don't know. You know, and, so when it comes to mental health, I just kind of just I, I kind of just, you know, 
I kind of take a back seat and kind of let that person who's saying they have mental health and let it play out. Yeah. Let it play out. Yeah. Yeah. What Matt say? Um, yeah. Yeah. Matt said mental health takes a toll more than people know if they never dealt with it. Um, Correct. Yeah. A hundred percent agree. And, and, and that's just so, so, and so we already talked about Kyrie. We're talking about Ben. Um, uh, obviously, you know, you got to mention KD. KD, you know, I, I know he's putting up the points. Uh, you know, it, you you're not absolved of being part of the days of our lives drama that, that you that you were you were part of. When when, when you got look, what four years, almost two hundred million left on your contract, and you talking about you want to get traded, and you're making demands, right, Matt? You know, it's either Mash and Marks or it's me. So yeah. that you know, you you said that. And just like we said, y'all going into the season, y'all so-called kumbaya and hug this shit out. And nah, nah, when you say, when you get more tomatoes, man, it's, it's straight up. It's yeah, you know, it's, it's in the back of your head. It's, it's thinking it's, about that. You know what I'm saying? Some things, some things once they come out your mouth and you say it. It's out. It's out. And it's you know what I'm saying? You can't take it back, and it's already been said. So that person that got received it is yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. You know, they might say, "Okay, yeah, I'm sorry, whatever, keep moving." They're still thinking about it. Once it comes out your mouth and go in, in into somebody's ears, mm-hmm. it's done. I don't, I, I don't, I don't care about all the sorries and the apologies and the my bads. Is yo, it it was it came out of your mouth. It's mm-hmm. in my, it's in, it's. It came in my ears. It's in my head now. It, that is, but I'm I, I'm wanting to, I'm setting this up because I want people to understand. And look, I'm not uh, uh, trying to excuse anything or make excuses for Steve Nash. But we got to be 100 about this situation. That's what we do here. Look. Mm-hmm. So overall, while he was at Brooklyn for the two and a half seasons, 94 and 67. You know, 584 winning percentage. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good. Could be better, of course. Okay, playoffs didn't do so hot, seven and nine. You know, you you get swept one year and then you don't make it to the Eastern Conference final, Finals one year. Playoffs, <laughs> playoffs, talking about playoffs. <laughs> so, so I'm saying all of that. We talk about the, I'm um, talking about the, his record as a coach, talking about the KD situation and the beefs, uh, uh, Kyrie and and. The vaccination and his personal time, and then you know now now the anti-Semitic quote unquote mm-hmm. uh, uh, talk on on his Twitter. Ben Simmons struggling, and, and let's not forget uh, you didn't start with with James Harden, but you make the trade to get him, and then you trade him uh, about a year later. So you're dealing with that. All I'm saying is a lot of pieces that I think that played into Brooklyn not having the success that people thought they would just right, based right. off the roster. And we also got to throw in the injuries. It wasn't a lot of games that you had KD, Kyrie, and Harden on the floor together. It wasn't a lot mm-hmm. of games where you had, you know, Kyrie and KD on the floor together. And so you 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 not getting the lineup that you thought you were supposed to have. Steve Nash rarely had the lineup that he thought he was going to have. If, if if everything was in a perfect world, it's PT right now. James Harden is still on this team. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, they are they are all healthy and and, and literally then you can get to see what exactly can Steve Nash do. 
and KD even talked about it. Steve Nash's basketball IQ is, is up there. It's nice. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's it's a it, it's a lot of factors that played into the fact that they didn't have success. It's it's been a lot of noise in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, it's been well, noise. Well, a couple of things. <clears throat> speak I don't speak up to comments first, you know. I hear you, Matt, what you said, you know what I'm saying? Because same way, you know, I dealt with a lot of things too and still deal with a lot of things. So I understand from that perspective. And I think, you know, um hey, my bad, not, not to cut go ahead, you off. Go ahead, go ahead. But but I, I think and, and really to speak to what Matt's saying, mm-hmm. I think as men and we talked about say that, but go ahead. <laughs> and we talked about this on our other podcast. As men, I just think we naturally deal with a lot of pressures. And we've always been taught, what's that? Suck mm-hmm. it up, rub yep. some dirt on it, be mm-hmm. tough, be right. a man, and, right. and and that machismo, that warrior in us, mm-hmm. and and it's like you 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 fight, you keep fighting to get mm-hmm. out of your own head, but right. not knowing that you're doing more damage is because you're not dealing with it. Right, right, right. And right. And, and you know, I obviously I can speak for myself. You know, when, when I get in my depressed states and shit mm-hmm. like that, I shut down. I don't talk. Right, right. I don't talk. Mm-hmm. And, and so as I get older, I'm like, I can't do that because I need to have the people that are dependent on me be able to communicate with me and we can, you know, live our happy lives. Right. And I think just naturally as men, we deal with mental stabilities because it's so much pressure that is is put on us but we don't really talk about it you know what i'm saying and, <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why and friday i got paid man i i was outside smoking a cigarette and and i paid a couple of bills and then i looked at my bank account again and then i i was like man i just got this <laughs> i just got this money, money. man <laughs> i just got this money man <laughs> for real well, yeah, you make you make you make valid points, and I mean, you and I always talk about when we just kicking. We talk about we talk about on another show, yeah. so yeah, you know, what I'm saying so. That's why I kind of wanted to address that. Uh, um, then um, I think Ant said the kicker was the uh, Nash and that playoff game. I think that was part of it too. I think that was part of it too because you had high expectations for this team. Yeah, but I will say this too, and I'm gonna kind of tie in with you some you were saying and with Ant's point. My biggest thing with Nash is that he didn't make those adjustments oh, you know what i'm saying and that because look at okay let's, let's take let's take paint paint manny mm-hmm. we all agree paint manny has a high football iq I, oh yeah you know what i'm saying you watch him on monday night football he breaking stuff down brilliant mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying tom brady won more football games but i think paint Manning is a better quarterback in all aspects of that yeah however it doesn't mean that it translate into coaching True. You know what I'm saying? True. Same thing with Steve Nash. He may have a, a great basketball IQ. It doesn't mean it translates into coaching. You're you not know, wrong. Make, you know what I'm saying? Not making adjustments. Making adjustments part of coaching. It's yeah. not just like knowing about the game, you know, knowing about matchups and line. You got to know when to make adjustments too. And, and if you don't do that part of the game, then you're not doing the full part of your coaching job. So that's part of it. And 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 that and that's why I think um, I'm glad you said that because you got to um, uh, you got to throw in 
uh, the caveat of Steve Nash's performance on his mm -hmm. own as a coach. Because right. there were times where it was like, bro, you got to make that adjustment. Like, bro, uh, are you not going to use your bench? You got so You got a bench. Like, right. uh, you know, you just can't have KD in a one-legged heart and playing 40-plus minutes in a basketball series. Like, come come on, bro. You know, you don't have Kyrie. So this is all you got and, and a whole bunch of other players. You got a one-legged Harden and KD. And had his had his shoe been a little bit shorter, he might have might have might have won that series possibly. We don't know. But the fact of the matter right. is there's there were some flaws in Steve Nash's coaching theory. There were flaws in his coaching game. And so we can't excuse that. But I just wanted to point out that before everybody just be like, Oh, well, you know, Steve Nash will never be a good coach. I we don't know that. He yeah. never got the chance to have the full roster that he was expecting to have and and i saw bones comment because once he got fired that night you there was no excuse on why they played like trash even Kyrie, that man scored four points mm -hmm. four points you know and 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 now he's still sorry and now he's still dealing with with with, with the the tweet drama still so it's like you know again it's another distraction it's like this whole Brooklyn Nets, the last two and a half years, has been nothing but a damn soap opera. Like, I've never seen nothing like it. I've never seen nothing like nothing it. Nothing like it, bro. What's <laughs> up, Ryan House? We ain't seen Ryan in a long time. Hey, hey re-hit your, uh, your bell notification. Make sure you hit it. Phil Jackson couldn't have coach. <laughs> Where are the coach? <laughs> 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 oh my goodness i mean but we gotta speak on that as well that i mean that they got quoted for saying Kyrie. oh you know there's gonna be days kd might be the coach i might be the coach you know that, so, so yeah that, that don't work man like like i don't that, work that, house that's divided at, that's, at the beginning. that's at the beginning <laughs> bro right that quote was at the beginning when it when, when all this stuff got put together for brooklyn like <laughs> My goodness. Hey, and, and, <laughs> and, so let me ask you this. Do you think he ever had a shot? He came in with a lot of problems, man. And I think it's a hard... I think having an inexperienced coach in that situation... A is rookie. Tough. It's tough. You know what I'm saying? He, he, but he's he never coached. Been, yeah, he never coached. So I think that's tough, man. <laughs> So I think I, I think I think uh, uh, you need a veteran coach to come in somewhere like that to kind of work with that group. Yeah, they used to dealing with it. You know, he's still fresh out of plan, so to speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's still so, trying to figure out how 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 to even be a coach. Like he's not that far removed. Not far removed from that age. No, but he's not far removed from that age. But he he and he, he played. But I'm saying, but that's all he knows. He only knows NBA from the player perspective. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like he's a rookie head coach. He's never coached in the NBA before. He's never coached in college or high school. He's never coached. And and just for them to just assume that he would translate to a good coach, you know, is <laughs> to me it was it was astronomical things to ask from Steve Nash. <laughs> 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 
Bony, <laughs> <laughs> you wild, bro. <laughs> you wild, bro. But you got a point, though. I, because I, I don't think there's a lot of people that would have put up with that mess. Well, I, I'm not saying. I guess I'm. I guess my bigger point is that a veteran coach had a better chance than a rookie. Let me say yeah. that. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We we never would know what happened because you no, know, we're dealing with what else. But you know, it, it was it was wrecked from the beginning. Yeah. When you know, you coming in, time we were all gonna be the coaches, and then you already coming in with them having a lot of control. It already starts off with who where's the hierarchy? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where you know it got to be some head somewhere, some structure somewhere. You know, I understand there's going to be egos with superstar stuff like that. But at the same time, once you earn a player's respect, they're going to they're gonna listen to you. But when you come in, they're already not even kind of got, it seems like they don't have any respect for you. You fight an uphill battle. And as a rookie, that's tough. As a veteran, you might have a little a chance to kind of deal with it. Because you have a track record to stand on. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. can stand on your track record. You stand on what you've done. But you don't have nothing to stand on. Nothing. No, I'm saying it's really harder to get that respect. I'm saying it can't happen. It's harder. Absolutely nothing. I mean, you're right, Ryan. Like, like it's it's is is at a point where you know coaching superstars is one thing, and then still trying to figure out your coaching style and how you're going to run your team is is like it's a lot at once. Right. So it, I, I, I just, I just think, I just think, I just think he, he, it was, it was going to be a, 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 a tall order for him to succeed. Just to deal, just to deal with all he dealt with, just the injuries alone. Injuries alone was a lot to deal with because it mm-hmm. doesn't give you your, your full set of weapons that you thought you were going to have. Just point blank, period. Yeah, I mean, it's just do, do <laughs> it. <laughs> does it? Does Here's it, the thing, though, you know. I mean, cut you off. My bad, boy. No, no, go ahead. Um, let's think about what um, Ant said. You know, and we because we kind of talked about it earlier. Some of this drama you talking about with Kyrie, it's the media's fault. The media is overplaying it. Oh, no, yeah. you want you want to talk about the vaccination? I don't have a problem with that because I, I'm I'm always going to back somebody who's standing ten toes down. Mm-hmm. He took a stand. He stuck on it. He stand. He stood on it and didn't waver. You know, didn't waver. Hey, I got respect for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I kind of, it wasn't for the fact my job made me get it. I wouldn't have got it. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to get that mess. Yeah, but you saw the bigger picture. You was like, yo, I got bills. They need to get yeah. paid. Right. And I ain't got time to be looking for jobs all that day. <laughs> so, I, so, like, in that standpoint, now you talk about the last incident, the most recent incident, to me, I still more the media overplaying it. Because mm-hmm. he said what he said. he tweeted what he tweeted. He tweeted it. He didn't even say anything in a tweet. He tweeted a, a caption. Mm-hmm. They asked him about it. He explained it. And they just kept rolling with it. And it wasn't enough. Yeah, like, well, well, what about this? What about this? That's all I'm saying. Then what about this? That's all I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying about my blah. They kept on rolling with it. And, and to take it a step further, I'm a little mm-hmm. irritated that Adam Silver uh, uh, comes out and says, I was disappointed that Kyrie hasn't given a, a, a legit apology for it. Yeah, but what is Alvin, Adam Silver as what? A commissioner. No. He he is Not Jewish. 
<laughs> so I see where you going, dog. I'm just saying. So he wants you to say something because he feel oh, like no, it's no, anti stomatic No, I see where you're going, pimp. You know what I'm saying? I see what you putting down, partner. So of course he gonna, of course he gonna pressure you to say something because it's like, oh, you mean you, you anti semitic But my thing, he explained his situation, and, and I hate to keep beating the dead horse, but it's like because the media. Is making it worse. He explains the situation. He explained. He said, "I don't hate anybody. I don't hate this or that." About he went through all that, all those things. They kept saying, "Oh, we need to apologize." Apologize for what? That to me, now you, now you going back to your Willie Lynch. Now you trying to butt break him. Hey, on some real shit. I don't think he's apologize. And, 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 and if somebody doesn't disagree, mm-hmm. if somebody disagrees with with me, mm-hmm. by all means, you can disagree. But all I'm saying is, is just like you said, man. The man explained it. Mm-hmm. Never, he never said anything that that was, you know, just just the caption. Like, come on, what are we doing? Right. What are we doing? Just because it's Kyrie, who's already been part of your little drama story anyway, that you mm-hmm. guys love to keep beating like a dead horse, you know, because it's him. Is oh oh, it's like his low hanging fruit. You know, and 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 boy, he's not anti-Semitic because he knows where he's from. Yeah, so he's from Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, but he he did make that point. He said, you know, I grew up around everybody, everybody, which is it's one of those kind. It's kind of things like I understood he was saying. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, that could be misconstrued as somebody saying I can't be racist. I got a black friend. Oh, my, my my neighbor's black. I can't be racist. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like one of those things he can misconstrue that. that. I understand what he was saying. Don't get me wrong. But people can misconstrue it as that too. Oh, they you know, could. You, you know that, what I'm yeah, saying? I know how people do. But I mean, it's just like, you know, he's always been this way. And so maybe that's, that's, the, is, re- man. Maybe that's the reason he's been on a few few different teams. But, but the point is, is like he's going to be consistently him and just because you know of who he is and, and what he do, you, you understand what he is. You have to you have to be willing to understand that. All right, I know how Kyrie operates, but I know on the basketball court, <laughs> that's where he he's gonna shine for sure. <laughs> you know, I just it, it's just I, I I just hate that the media keeps poking at him. Mm-hmm. Like leave this man alone. What do you? Well, why why do y'all need a a, a, a whipping boy? Because drama sales. I know it sales, but why does it always have to be him? Easy like, target. Like, it's like Kanye is easy target. Some people are easy targets, man. Yeah. When Dennis Rodman played, he was an easy target. He gonna give you some kind of he gonna give you some kind of sound bite or something. Some you know kind of saying? So you already know, like people like that, you poke at them, and you're an easy target. Kyrie. But, uh, yeah, but I think with Kyrie, he's literally just living his life as a human being. Right, right. With, with own thoughts and opinions. You know what I'm saying? And just because mm-hmm. his doesn't it, line up with, with the majority of people. You're not going to agree with everything. I don't agree with everything he says. Oh, I don't either. You know what I'm saying? Like, but at the same time. I respect the man. That's I respect the man. Up. I respect anybody standing 10 toes down. I just do. Mm-hmm. I just mean. You know what I'm saying? He's never been shy of, of explaining his thought process. Never been shy right. of it. I mean, sometimes a little crazy, like being, the world being flat ain't, no, I can't, <laughs> I can't get with that one, bro. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? 
But like, bro, but, you, hey. you do know there's pictures, right? <laughs> right. But you stand on that, you know what I'm saying? I give you your respect. You know what I'm saying? But I can't agree with it. I, I feel you, right? He, I think he is a classic scapegoat. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I, 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 I can rock with you on that. Right. But but I, I'm not going to absolve him just because, you know, hey, I, I respect the man that's 10 toes down. But I, I, right. I, can see, I can see that he can be difficult to deal with. You know, I can see that as well. You know, I have, <laughs> just to play devil's advocate, I can right. see he, he can be a tad bit difficult to deal with. But you, but that's what you know. You're gonna have to have to, you know, mentally, you know, you know, you know what solves all this. For. You know what solves all this? Winning. <laughs> there you go. Jordan was difficult, but you know why? People ain't get around him because he won. Winning he win. kills it all. Winning will shut all this up, shut it all down. Telling you, boy, you hit it right on the head. I'm not talking. <laughs> <I don't laughs> okay, no. let me ask you this though, Ryan. And I don't know if you're talking about the recent incident or you just talk about in general. First, let me ask you that. If you're talking about his recent incident, are you talking about Kyrie in general, not as all for him? I'm speaking more of just well, I was talking about I was talking general. to Ryan. I was talking no. to Ryan. Okay, but I'm just saying I've okay. I've, I've been I've been re- representing Kyrie as in general. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 a very talented basketball player, but you know that you know it. It's a, there's difficult people in the world. It just is. Yeah, it is. And, and you just gotta find a way that you can be in 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 accordance of each other without stepping on each other's toes. That's all you gotta do. Yeah, make it work. You ain't you ain't gotta like each other to win. Yeah. If you, know, you win, like, if you win, like at work, you at like, work, you ain't got like you ain't like your coworkers. Like we got come here, do our job, keep moving. Gotta get the food out. <laughs> <laughs> right, gotta get the food out. Mm-hmm. He's a trip, but I respect. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But uh, you know, as, as much as in, in in to switch gears in the basketball world, um, mm-hmm. I obviously the Lakers are still struggling, and uh, but the two game winning streak. You know, mm-hmm. never have another, uh, about to have a parade now. <laughs> but you know, as, as much as as much as I, I I harp on Russell Westbrook, and, and you know, hey, we always get credit when credit is due. When he came off the bench in mm-hmm. the in the game the other night, he he gave him a spark. He, even Darvin <laughs> had, had, had you right. He, he noticed it. You know, you're right, Ryan. Uh huh. Right, right. You know, he noticed it and gave props in his post-game interview. And, and, and you know, as a not a fan favorite of Russell Westbrook, I, I'll give the man his props. That might be the situation. Look, they've been talking about it and talking about it, talking about trade for Westbrook mm-hmm. for almost six months. Either mm-hmm. do it or don't. But right. in the meantime, him coming off the bench, I think we've all been trying to get you. We tried to get uh, a Volvo to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, but now that Darwin Ham is finally, you know, seven games in and be like, all right, that might be the spot to come off the bench. Okay, cool. Rock with it. See where right. it goes. Because uh, right now the goal is to get in the play-in tournament because y'all motherfuckers missed that last year. So that's the goal this year. Right. Obviously it's win a championship, but no, let's let's start with let's start with, let's start, yeah, let's start with that first. <laughs> let's start with the play-in <laughs> tournament, you know. Maybe you eclipse playing tournament status and you get into the actual uh, playoffs as as like a, a six or five seed. Mm-hmm. You know, let's start with baby steps, though. 
Right. <laughs> I agree. I agree, bro. Start with the yeah. baby steps. But they still got to make transactions, though. They need some shooters, man. They need some Badly. shooters. Bad. Bad. For real. I mean, that's that biggest thing, man. They need some shooters. It's, it's terrible. Um, I think that trade of uh, Donovan Mitchell to uh to uh, Cleveland, I think mm. that's working out real nice. It looks so far. But so I think, but then I think about it like this: last year, Cleveland was looking pretty good anyway for, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's not like they didn't already have a decent team yeah. prior to him. So yeah, he he makes he makes the team an upgrade. It's just that's how let's see how the long how it works in the long run. Would it be the same thing? They fall off toward the end. It's a long season. A long season. You know, I think he's a, like I said. I think he's an upgrade to that team, but he could just be the same thing we did in Utah. They have a nice little long, you know, nice little stretch, and then playoffs come and it fizzle out. I mean, it's working out so far, like like you said. But man. I think they have a better. I think they have a better cast supporting. I think he has a better supporting cast in Cleveland than he did in Utah. I mean, he had a squad in Utah, though. He have a nice squad. He's young. We have a nice squad in Cleveland. He has some shooters too. Yeah, we can't count um, Rudy. Okay, uh, first of all, <laughs> and when I when I say shooting, I I, I would never <laughs> well, we Alva, Alva, and Rudy Gobert in, in that whole process. <laughs> But, but no, but you're right. Um, Jared Allen, who I like, who who still to this day, I think um, when Brooklyn traded for uh, Harden, they shouldn't have gave up him. Uh, right. He's, he's a great rim protector and a great rebounder. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got him in the in the, in the center. You still got Darius Garland, who's your other point guard. Um, uh, of course, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, you got Karis LeVert, who's, who's, who's a nice little shooting guard as well. You know, so I I like some of some of the uh, pieces that they got on there. You got Robin Lopez to help. He's a seven footer to help in the paint. So, right. um, you know, other Lopez that we forget about. Yeah, the other Lopez. Yeah, but hey, he, he he's a big body. You know, mm-hmm. so I, it's a nice little roster they got. And um, <clears throat> I just I just want to see what they do with with Philly. What they do with. Um, Oh, Harden's out for a month. I ain't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harden's out for a month, um, and and Philly's got to deal with that, um, obviously. But I think what they got on the roster that they had before they even traded for Harden is still good, good enough to you know maintain the ship anyway. Mm-hmm. But I want to see what they do with the Phillies, what they do with the uh, you know the uh, uh, the Bucks, what they do with Boston, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I know Miami's a little slow, slow and steady right now, kind of stumbling up the box a little bit. But Miami's going to trust me. Eric Spoelstra is too good of a coach. Jimmy Butler is too much of a competitor, and he, Miami's going to get going. Just, just wait on it. Trust me. It, it happens every year. They always start slow. Mm-hmm. Just give it a minute. They'll, they'll be in the playoffs. They'll be one of the last few teams in the East. No worries. I'm not worried about them. So. And then I'm waiting for Chicago to get healthy, you know. Mm-hmm. Like Lonzo Ball still not still not hundred percent, right? So, um, and 
you know, I'm looking for Chicago. I'm looking for Chicago and Cleveland. Take that next step. You know, take that next step. Uh, uh, Atlanta's trying to get back to what they were in the East Conference Finals a couple of years ago. I think those three teams take that next step. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm, I'm watching those three teams um, um, pretty much for the, for the rest of the season. Toronto, I'm not Toronto, I'm, my bad. Atlanta, Chicago, and Cleveland. Right. I, I, I like what you're doing right now, especially Cleveland. But I, I, I want to see what y'all do with the big dogs in the East. And then when y'all play the, the top top teams in the West, how, how the game shake out? Maybe, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How's the, how's the game going to shake out? Are y'all getting blown out? Are y'all staying competitive? Are y'all winning? So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I like that trade for you, yeah. uh, Javante Murray, too. That was a good trade. That was a good trade. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they got to take the next. Oh, we talked about Brooklyn. We got to talk about Brooklyn got a new coach. Oh, boy. We came in that mud with a list. All right, I'm going to fucking hurt. Fucking hurt. <laughs> he was already scoping. He's already scoping. Hey, he's probably talking to the, uh, the, the GM. Hey, what's your wife look like? What's her waist size? What's her waist size? Hey, send some pictures. How wild is it that as soon as they fire my man, they hire my man. As soon as they fire on oh, Nas, they hire my man. It wasn't like it was a day late. It was the same day. Well, I mean, I think it's the familiarity. Obviously, he came from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. You know? And so... Well, I mean, you don't get anything in New York, um, Matt. Oh. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, you know, is and then you add on to the, to the fact that um, you know, I'm looking at Boston at the same time. It's like, all right, so if y'all suspend them away from the team for for the whole year, and you really are, have been uncertain about bringing them back, then you kind of I guess they made their mind. You kind of let that door open, though. And they weren't bringing them back. That's why he was easy. That's why he let them go. See, but here's, but but here's my thing. What? what in order for that to happen, they had to get permission from Boston to do that. Yeah, saying so, Boston probably already made their mind they was gonna fire him at the end of the year. So they probably was like, "Well, we are gonna fire him anyway. Go ahead and take him." Boy, that's that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm I'm a man. I'm surprised. I thought he was gonna like, you know, since he had the little um, incident, like wait to die down some. Mm-hmm. Basically, like, mm-hmm. you know, they, they had to get the permission, right, man? Like, like, so, so to your to your point, yo, that that they <laughs> won't bring them back. They yeah, they, they won't bring them back. back. I think he had to get one like a higher up guy's wife, oh yeah, or girlfriend. That he had to because you to get for that long, bro. No, 
And you in Boston, you know, don't like that. that uh, you mess with they women. <laughs> this is Boston. We don't do that here. <laughs> you color stay on your side. <laughs> yeah, I know it. I know it. So I mean, but hey. The I mean, question, outside question. Of his, but outside, well, let's say this though. Outside yeah. his incident, he is a good pickup as far as coach wise. He takes a team to the finals in this rookie year. Yeah. Okay. It's a good pickup, good pickup coach wise. So, you yeah. know, outside of that. But it just shows you, like, they made a big deal about this incident. But then as soon as uh, a job opened up, a man get a job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, it was a big, oh my, can you believe he done this? And da da da. Next, he got a job. Don't go. Yeah. <laughs> man, you wild, man. You wild, man. What was the video where Nash was fucking right? Right. Uh, maybe you know. I mean, I never saw it. No, but I, it's. But that adds to another layer of Brooklyn drama, man. It, it, it does. So I didn't think about that. You're right, it does. It has another layer because it, it's I it's I don't I don't think it's nothing. My thing is I think work relationships happen all the time. And it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't about a relationship, it's about a man, somebody else's wife. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't care who you who you fucking. I, I get that point. You can have a side I, chick all you want. I care nothing about that. It had nothing to do with where you code, none of that stuff. It's, it's when you look at it from a business perspective. And, but leave minds alone. Oh, yeah, too. But look at it from a business perspective. You know, if he going... They said he did it in San Antonio, too. Mm. So I'm saying? So it's like... You know what I'm saying? It's a pattern. Mm. So if you have this pattern, it's like, oh, okay. You know, how should I bring, how I bring this along, this guy in here, and he has this pattern of doing this. True. That becomes a distraction. Yeah. Especially you mess you mess the wrong one. And that it look, I'm not absolving him because that's messy. It is messy. Mm-hmm. It is messy. But I'm saying like that shit happens. Oh, it happens. All oh, yeah. the time. It happens it, all the time. It, it happens. It happens at law firms. Right, man. It happens in hospitals. It happens in restaurants. It happens at McDonald's. It happens. It, it, happen, it happens at any mm-hmm. any occupation where there's people and you spend a lot of time together mm-hmm. one way period and uh, um, food service business happens all the time boy every day every day every day every day for real so it happens and, and, and you can just get married and right i don't mean, don't nothing. mean nothing <laughs> i don't mean nothing She's like, what do i gotta do with me <laughs> 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 what my man got to do with me? <laughs> happens in hey, right, man. Happens in jail too. <laughs> it do, it do. And some of them, some of them female CEOs be be tooting and booting up in the jail cell. We talking about uh, Emmy Adoka, um, all right. But I guess, like I said, I don't. It's not about really the relationship part. It's about. You know, you mess with somebody else's, especially in a higher up. That makes it worse. It's like, okay, 
it's certain things to and me. You know they together. Right. It's certain it's certain things to me you know, like, okay, that's the vice president of operations. I ain't gonna mess with his wife. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I might I might mess with Kevin Durant's wife, but I ain't messing with his wife. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, sidebar, I don't even know if Kevin Durant even like girls because I think he's so focused on basketball. We are well, obviously as an example, but yeah. He, he, he don't brush his hair. Nah, I got these jump shots up. He don't put on no lotion. Nah, I got these jump shots up. Hey Kevin don't Durant, you, so. hey, Kevin Durant, you want some of this kid? You're right though, Matt. Nah, right. I gotta no, put good. up your shots. I gotta put these shots, Shatter. You weren't with me shooting in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> But but, <laughs> but what I heard though, he was messing with the vice president uh, uh, or the president of a finances wife. That's the guy signing checks. Now you messing with your body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, that, that thing had to be something stupid to mess with your money, boy. Uh, <laughs> but then it's like, but it didn't. See, I guess for me, it's just me talking. I think not only that incident, but we have a pattern is. It's like, okay, you have a pattern of messing with other people's wives? Oh, being messy. Oh, you're being messy. That's the other part. They didn't, they didn't make that part clear when they say he has a pattern is. So that's why I was kind of like, okay, you got a pattern of messing with other people's wives or just being messy. So my thing is like, do you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you ain't, you ain't married either, do you. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, I think she it's was, like. <laughs> right. He was, though. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> well, I think like you know, you in it's like NBA is like being in corporate. You know what I'm saying? You in corporate, there's certain there's certain hierarchies and stuff that you just don't mess with if you if you want to keep your job. But let's say that. Like, you don't care nothing about paychecks. And you don't care nothing about your job. Do what you do. Yeah. That's wild. I didn't even and think then, of it that way. Because now now Brooklyn is bringing that in. You bring that into your care. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I mean, everybody was telling you, oh, you, you, can't, you can't come to the games. Hey, hey, hey. I don't even want you around the facility. Right. Um, yeah, watch from the crib. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy the NBA pass for you, baby. <laughs> you go watch we can, we can go watch us from the crib. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you can show that yourself to the person in the house. The kids has. <laughs> Right. Hi, Uncle Eme. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Eme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your uncle. Me and your uncle are going to stay at the play right quick. Hey, Daddy, Uncle Eme came by. Go tell them SpongeBob. Me and Uncle Eme are going to stay at right quick. <laughs> we got some family business. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta come play with this monkey. I'm gonna say, Let me get a monkey, mommy. <laughs> That's the main call. <laughs> you hear that, girl? You know what to do. You know what to do. Just drop them draws. Drop them draws. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Ah. Day. I got a game to coach, bitch. Hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> got a game to coach. Hurry up. <laughs> Hell yeah. But man, hey, that, now that you put it that way, man, that's a risk to bring into your camera. <laughs> right, man. It is, though, man. It is. And it's going to be interesting, man, if this becomes another distraction. 
Oh, fuck the Raiders. Always fuck <laughs> the Raiders. You got to sneak that one in, man. I yeah. mean, all right. Hell yeah. Any rest has become another distraction because, you know, this going to follow him. Because mm-hmm. it's still fresh. It ain't happened. You know what I'm saying? Like it happened two years ago, five years ago. This is fresh. It just, well, this open wound ain't even close to fully. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, her pussy still smell like him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a doka. That's a doka <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I can't fuck you right now. Still like you. <laughs> Take another shot. <laughs> That's just still stretched out. <laughs> get, get, get that badge to see her. Right. <laughs> a vinegar. That must swell, uh, swivel up. <laughs> it works for opera. Uh, yeah, I work. <laughs> it, it, no, he said if I work for Oprah. Oh, oh it's Oprah. I thought it's opera, yeah. He, he said I'll be fired within an hour. I'll be trying to hit on her. And Oprah, he, bruh. You must be trying to get the money. Bruh. I'm trying to get the money, bruh. Yeah, right. For all blue t- <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason I be trying to hit on that. I ain't trying to hit up for the looks. <laughs> Boy, uh, <laughs> you really? know. So you, so you still cut me the check, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> I said, um, I'm gonna need you to cut the check first. Boy, no check, no dick. Boy, for real. Boy, oh, but if Oprah make my monthly allowance right. Boy, what? I think Stedman still stayed. Hey, baby, he ain't, ain't staying because the pussy. Yeah, hey, baby, he's staying because of money. <laughs> hey, baby, right? Hey. I thought Stedman's still there. He's still in the pool house. <laughs> Open fucking Gail. Stedman there for the <laughs> Stedman there for the money. <laughs> I hate you, boy. <laughs> I hate you, boy. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand how funny that is, boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oprah, like, hi, uh, um, hi, T, I sang that song, Skinny Jeans, I don't do those. <laughs> Oprah be like, Dick, I don't do those. <laughs> I'm telling you, though. But, Bussy controls. <laughs> but I'm telling you, hey, hey, we saw how how it shook up with Delonte West and, and um and LeBron in Cleveland when he was messing with his mama. Bruh, that, I'm telling you, it, LeBron this, boss probably got bigger. <laughs> <laughs> what is, but this is a risk, though. This is a risk. Right. Bring him in, and, and I know what he brings. Obviously, we only got one year sample size. What he brings to a team, mm-hmm. coaching, right, 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 right. But it, it, it's a good sample size. So he got, I mean, can we say he have a better roster on paper? Oh, just Kyrie and, and KD. That's all you need to say. So, I mean, if you can do that with the roster he had, you assume that he should be able to do better with what he's working with. But here's the thing. It's a lot of familiar. Uh, right. And, yeah. That it's too. A, it's a lot of familiarity. Obviously, mm-hmm. he came from Brooklyn before he got the job. In mm-hmm. Boston, so I'm pretty sure he's familiar with KD Kyrie. It, right, maybe that is the is the missing piece because now they they like I right, we could trust him, we can mm-hmm. buy into him because we know him. It it, but 
still, it's still a gamble to take, even though there's a lot of positives that come with it. It's yeah, coming yeah. with some baggage. Right. <laughs> it's well, coming uh, with baggage. So let me ask you this. He comes in, he coached, they still lose. Now who's the play? Hey, if he come in and they still lose, you got to blow it up. I'm talking about everybody but KD is up for grabs. Mm-hmm. You got you a good gotta, point too, Matt. You got to blow it up. You know, because it, it at one point, you, you, if you have literally exhausted everything, hi, baby. So you have, you have literally exhausted everything. Right. And, 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 and ain't working. At this point, you just got to blow it up. It just don't work. Mm-hmm. It absolutely just doesn't work. So at right. that point, you just got to, hey, uh, I'm taking offers for everybody but KD. KD is the only one you can't get. Mm-hmm. Give me your offers. Got to. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know. They, they won't fire him this year, even if they lose. Yeah, they probably won't fire him, but no. I just want to see where the Blaine's going to move to. Oh, definitely, I think it's. Okay. Then that Nash try. Yeah, you're right, Ryan. That's, I'm just more interested in see how they shift the Blaine. You know what I'm saying? Because if they blame Nash and then they still lose with uh MA on there, are they gonna move to the GM or are they gonna start blaming players? That's what I'm interested in. And then when that happens, how they start to implode. I think I think it you you bring up a good point. I think at that point you just have to it have to be GM and players. Um because uh you, you don't want to if you don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over, it's not. It, if it don't work out, it just don't work out. Not it's okay. Then. For trade as soon as he steps in the <laughs> <laughs> right, we didn't practice for yeah. Yeah, but Ben, nobody wants him, man. The way he looking, who gonna take him? Boy. He don't have. He don't have nothing. That, I mean, you see the way he's playing now. What value does he have? What do you, what what team will want him? Just let's what say, value does he have? Let's say what well, they want to tank. They want him just for tanking. Hey, uh, you help us lose. Come on, Ben. You know what <laughs> <laughs> For real, what, what team will want him? And, and, and I'm not trying to knock on him because obviously he's a good passer. You know, uh, he, he, he's a good facilitator. Right. Or defending it. He, he's a, um, you know, uh, a, a good defender. We know that. Good you got rebounder. a point, Matt. But I guess, um, I guess my thing to that, though, Matt, is that I just, I'm just curious to see who what the media does. Because the media going to play a part in this. GM is the next than Irving. Okay. It may be. I'm just interested to see how it unfolds. I don't really have an opinion on it. I'm just want to see how it unfold, unfolds. Oh, because it's, it's gonna be it's gonna get mm-hmm. it's gonna get worse and it's gonna get better. It's, it's you know, I, hear, worse. I hear you, Ryan, but like I said earlier though, when you looked at Ben Simmons prior to the Atlanta series, this looked like a good deal picking mm-hmm. up Ben Simmons. You know what I'm saying? No one would imagine he looked like this now. Because even with that series, you figure, okay, he had a bad series. He'll come back next year and check that off because yeah. of what he done prior to the series. So if I'm a GM and I'm looking at we need to add a piece, especially in this Brooklyn team, I will put him because we don't need to depend on him like Philly did. You know what I'm saying? We, we use him, we're going to use him a whole different way because we already got two prolific shooters, superstars on our team. He doesn't have to be that. He's not the ball deep. up. He's not deep piece. He's a right. piece. He's a piece. He can bring yeah. the ball up. He's good at penetrating. He's good at facilitating. And who best to facilitate? You got two great shooters to KD facilitate to Kyrie. 
Oh yeah. Works out for, to me. It works. It's a. It's a, nice. It's a. To me, it's a more of a win-win situation. Oh, okay, man. My bad. You do it that I read way. that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but 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 let's 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 slide off because um, uh, we we had a college football playoff rankings come out on Tuesday. Um, hey, that was some bullshit. So you got you got uh, Tennessee at one, uh, uh, Ohio State at two. Mm-hmm. You got Georgia at three, mm-hmm. and then you got Clemson at four, mm-hmm. and then you had uh, Michigan at five and right. Bama at six. So those are the last two in the bubble <clears throat> or on the last first two out. Um, I totally disagree with this. Hear all of it. First of I, all, go ahead. What you say? No, 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 no. I was about to ask you what, what, what do you, what's the first thing that came to your mind when you saw the rankings that literally blared out to you like yo this is this is how the hell does georgia be number three you know yeah tennessee they beat alabama okay we get that that's a good win but to me and i don't that's why that's one thing i like about college football and i and then people complain about them people around the score you have to because of college football if georgia's defending champion no one should take them down until they beat them so putting Tennessee at two, I can see that maybe, you know what I'm saying? But at one, over the defending champions, how does that happen? That's as dumb as hell to me. And then how you put Clemson over Michigan? Clemson plays, they nobody. didn't have, they ain't play nobody. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? I, I was say, well, Michigan have Michigan didn't play nobody yet either. But they play, okay, I think Penn State can beat most of the people that um, a Clemson play. I don't think. Clemson can beat Penn State. Fair. You know? So, I don't think they can beat Maryland. Maryland's not as bad as, you know, as they record said. Mm-hmm. So, my thing is like, okay, how you got them over Michigan? Alabama at six, they move up. It's Alabama. Yeah. I, you know I, what I'm saying? Ohio State, Ohio State ain't play nobody either. Who they play? How they get number two? Over Georgia. Over Georgia. How you put them over Georgia? Yeah. They ain't playing nobody. Who they play? It, yeah. it, I, don't, I don't know, man. That's, I think that's, this is crazy to me. Um, uh, like if Bama runs the table, when they see championship, they in. If Georgia beats Tennessee, Tennessee, the Vols run the table. All three. Oh, yeah. I, I don't disagree with you on that, Matt. I still... St- I, I, as it stands now, I think the rankings shouldn't be. I, I don't think no one should be over Georgia until they beat Georgia or, or until Georgia loses. One of the two happens. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Since, since they're the defending champion, they should at least being the defending champion should give you some privilege. That's be part of my yeah. privilege right there. No one can go over me <laughs> until you beat me or until I lose. Period. First, the first thing that stood out to me, obviously, you know, I. Uh, the conclusion you came with, I, I thought about that secondly, but the first one that came to me is, um, how the hell is Clemson even in this? Yeah. Because uh, my thing is, I felt, and this is what I have a problem with the with this whole college football playoff committee and when they do the rankings, is I think they, they get trapped in the style shift. Mm-hmm. And just because Clemson is undefeated, they need to be up there. Yeah, you, yeah I agree with that, Matt. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why why does Clemson need to be up there? Because just of, of nostalgia reasons. Because mm-hmm. uh, if you ask me, ever since uh, uh, Deshaun Watson and, and Trevor Lawrence left Clemson, South Carolina, Dabo came. It looked like he he, he forgot how to coach offense. Came from the quarterback. Right. right. Let, let's not forget this is the same quarterback that, that you have have been has as a starter for the last two years. You pulled him. Mm-hmm. You pulled him. He was playing like Dookie, been playing like Dookie for majority of the season, and you pulled him. Because there's at least two at least one or two games that Clemson was playing in that they should have lost. And Clemson does not look impressive at all. I always go to this. If if you look like a national champion type team that can win it, mm-hmm. you belong in the playoff. Right. Tennessee looks like a national champion. Mm-hmm. Bama, Bama, you can say, make the debate. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they look like a national champion. Georgia looks like a national mm-hmm. champion. Michigan looks like a national champion. Ohio State looks like a national champion. But. I mean, why these, TCU ain't up there? TCU well, should be over, over, over AC, over um, ACC school? Yeah. I, I, I where they playing? Because where they playing? See, I'm looking at the way. Okay. If you look at. If you look at the way Clemson playing, they had a lot of games they barely won, and I, I barely. barely put up barely put up points. Yeah, TCU at least putting up points and beating. Oh, teams. they put up crazy points. You know what I'm saying? So they look, they they passed the eye test. Oh, oh, there you go. I'm glad you said that because it's the eye test that you got to involve in this. What do you see? Clemson struggled two and, games for Syracuse. Yeah, Syracuse, yeah. Florida State. Right, I I know. That's what, that's what I'm saying. And, and, um, yeah, it's in Texas. Um, and, yeah, uh, TCU is seven, I believe. Yeah, are they seven? Yeah, I think so. Let me double check. You might be right. You may be right. So they, they way out. I mean, they ain't too far out because it's one of those fives, fives and um, six lose. They can probably jump them. But to me, to me, they should be over Clemson. Period. Clemson. I don't think Clemson should even be in the in the top. They'd be in top ten. Top I would I would well cause go down the line. Uh Georgia is better than them. They look better than them. Uh Tennessee looks better than them. Ohio State looks better than them. Michigan looks better than them. That's four. Uh TCU looks better than them. That's five. Bama looks better than them. That's six. Right. Uh who else is undefeated? Uh, Tennessee, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Michigan, TCU are the only undefeated teams. That's it. Then there. So, in the, how they not higher than Clemson? They undefeated. They look better than what Clemson look like. I understand. I mean, with the Ohio State being two, they should be. You made them three or four. I wouldn't argue that. I wouldn't argue that. You know. They, they can get some off their pedigree. Yeah, Wake Forest took two overtimes to beat Wake Forest. Yeah, but Wake Forest just took an L last week, and that, and that doesn't. No, I'm saying, but you know, Matt was saying they took it took two overtimes to beat Wake Forest. Yeah, I mean, hey, Wake Forest ain't ain't ain't, ain't too shabby this year. They ain't too not, but still. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but you know, we got to get a little credit to Wake Forest because they six and two, got some uh, got got been playing some good football, so I'm not gonna shit on two. Too hard, so but I get what you're saying. Wait for it. You really think of wait for it? You like, eh, 
Come on, man. Come on, man. I mean, they ain't like the old, the way for us of old. They better and improve. Oh, but yeah. at the same time, you know, if you're supposed to be in that, you putting them that high up, they should be rolling. They're not rolling over teams. Like, in all honesty, I, I would take Clemson out. I would move Michigan up to four, Bama up to five, TCU up to six, and then I would put Clemson at seven if, if I was doing the rankings. Right. Georgia has to stay number one. It should be Georgia. You in Georgia, Tennessee, uh, Ohio State, Michigan, um, TCU, Bama, or Bama, TCU. You can swap them too. I don't have a problem with that. Well, since, no, since Bama lost one, you got to at least be penalized for losing one. So then TCU, Bama. I don't have a problem with that. Okay. You know, but I, I, there's no way that you putting Georgia under nobody and they ain't lost. Now, we'll see this Saturday because they play Tennessee this Saturday. Yeah, we'll see. And 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 ooh, I'm glad you brought that up because that's that's a that is a um, that's a very uh, you, got a, you got a good point, man. That's a very interesting game on how this is going to shake out and how does it, how does it make the uh, um, possibilities of, of, of three. Yeah, did Oregon? How many games Oregon lost? They lost one or two. They lost one. Okay. Uh, I mean, and you can make a case that I think Oregon it has looked uh, more impressive than Clemson, but you still can't shake that beatdown that you got from Georgia in week one. But I, I get it. It's Georgia. I get it. So I'm not going to. Yeah, I understand, I understand what you're saying, Matt. But my thing is, as a, if I'm a defending champion. Why why would I be below anybody? I should below anybody until you beat me. That should be yeah. one of the things for me being defending <laughs> champion. You know, if I haven't lost and nobody beat me. I don't care what I don't care what you record who you play. You can play Bama five times. I don't care. Yeah, I hear you. And, and I don't I'm, I'm number one until you beat me. That's how I, I should honestly, be. I honestly don't disagree with what you're saying and what Matt is saying because I I can see the case for both sides. Yeah, you so, right. They don't man. I know more. They used to though. I I got no beef with Tennessee being and, that they used one. To, right. But I could I just like you. I could I can feel the case of why they should be number one. But you know, uh, just. The first thing that glared out to me is Clemson. I'm like, I don't know how the hell you you don't look like a national champion. I'm going based off on how you look as a national champion in breaking. And yeah, you don't I, look like a national champion team. Yeah, I agree. At I agree. all. In, 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 until they get that right, then then prove me then prove me wrong. But until then, stop living off of what Clemson once was with that's, that, that's what that's what it is. That's what it is. I mean, that's what college football is, though, man. That's that's the, that's my one of my knocks against them. You know, take Clemson for what they are right now. Take what they are. All teams like if Bama start to slip. They're gonna get a lot of love until they really look bad for sure. over a consecutive amount of time. Sure. So they slip next year. They still don't get love because oh, it's Bama because of what they've done before. You know, it's gonna take several years for people to stop not talking about Bama like they used to. Sometimes your persona precedes yourself. That's just college football. And the fact that, you know, you, you got to run up the score because the people who voting you in, you know what I'm saying, they look at, oh, well, it'd be so-and-so 72 to, to nothing, 72 to 20, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And versus, like, if I got 50, I know you can't win, let me take my starters, I'll let them rest. Because it's a, it's a long season. Mm-hmm. I don't know where Texas at. They're 24. They're 24? Oh, okay. Yeah. 24. <laughs> NC State's in there. They 22. Wake Forest, is, 
that's not, that's not a bad rank for them. Yeah. Uh, North Carolina 17. So you got a couple of Carolina schools in the ACC doing their third this one. Now, here's one. LSU is number 10. Really? They pay, they pay Bama this Saturday too, don't they? Mm-hmm. And, and guess what? To me, this is going to be the true telling if Brian Kelly can hang mm-hmm. in the SEC. When you start coaching against Kirby Smart, start coaching against Nick Saban, that's your, that's your, that's your measuring stick. You know what I'm saying? They keep getting – if he gets dog walk this week <laughs> – Right, right, then man. I was, and I was right about Brian Kelly all along that <laughs> he's going to be – he's going to rack up a, a shit ton of regular season wins like he normally do. But mm. when it comes to postseason time, have you seen him? <laughs> now I get it. He took your Notre Dame to the college football playoff, but again, Notre Dame being an independent, you go undefeated, more than likely you're gonna get put in the playoff. Mm-hmm. Because what? Your reputation. Your reputation. And so um it, it's uh, there's been a lot of fluff that I thought this came with Brian Kelly because when he goes against big dogs, he gets stomped out. All the way out. Clemson stomped him out in the football playoff. Bama stomped them out in a football playoff. Like, come on. Like, every time you go against the big dog, you get you get ate up. Yeah, you're so, right. Man. So I'm, I'm not sold on, on LSU at number 10 either. I won't be surprised they get a couple more losses before the season's over. They better hope oh, they get both eligible. Do that. Right. Do that. Start with that first. <laughs> I know you But even like do, to Matt, what Matt's saying about Alabama beating former 87-0, like games like that, I should be able to like I should be able to say, oh, let me put in my third string um running back, see what he can do. Just get good give him some good game experience, see what he oh, can trust. do. It was but you can't do that. You can't no. do that because let me finish. Let me finish. Because you need to run that thing up. Cause if you don't beat Foreman, you know, like by a large margin, then you you know what I'm saying? You looking like you do oh well, Alabama struggle for him. No, we ain't struggle. We we put in the lower players or rookies to see what they can do. So they might have fumbled. They might have made mistakes. But we know we can win this game. We put back in our starters, win the game, going back to the crib. Yeah. But you can't do that in college football. Mm-hmm. You got, you know, you got to beat down teams. Oh, man. You, and you got to beat the dog piss out of them, too. All right. You got to. <laughs> For real. You got to beat the dog piss. Especially when, when you are the better team. That's what that committee is looking for. You, hey, don't take it easy on these uh, lesser teams. Beat the snot out of them. Right. You know, you're supposed Kill to have good confidence. Yeah, you're supposed to have good games against the top competition. You know, and we and and you rarely because you see it all the time. Bama may lose a close game to a top competitor, but they barely get dropped in the rankings mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because because that that to me that that, that does matter though. You know, it, I mean, I I, 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 it has some merits. I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not knocking yeah. that. But what you, you do get penalized for losing. Right. You get penalized yeah. for losing. And I think yeah. you should have some kind of penalty. You know. Oh, a, yeah. A, a, oh, yeah. You definitely get the penalty. You know, you got to go ahead and, and, and uh, deal with the fact that you lost. You want the better team. I can't reward you for not, not winning. But I'll, I'll take in the merit and the fact that, hey, it was a close game, and it was top competition. I, I could rock with that, but right. um, <clears throat> let's transition because, uh, man, uh, I don't know about you, 
but I've been highly entertained with the Phillies and the Astros World Series. Uh, yeah, it's been it's a good game, some good good series. It's, it's one of those things like this, man. I was yeah. looking, I was thinking about the other day. For for a sports fan, this is mm. what you want. Oh yeah, you know. But as a fan of either team. If I'm an Astros, I'm a little scared. If I'm an Astros fan, I'm a little scared. Mm-hmm. Because although we, they won yesterday, Philly ain't, Philly don't really have nothing to lose. No one expects them to be there. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. You know what I'm saying? So they can just play with reckless abandonment. And it's like, hey, we got to the world, so nobody expects us to be here. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a scary team to play in any sport. Versus yeah. when you already coming in as the favorite. Everybody picked Astros to win it. You know, outside of, outside of Texas, everybody mm-hmm. picked Astros to win. I mean, well, I say what well, Astros did in Texas. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, outside of Philly, I meant to say. Yeah, everybody picked Texas to win. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I I, I would before the series started, I probably would agree with you, but the way Philly playing, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. Surprise! This thing goes seven. But y'all laughed at me when I said that. I'm laughing at you anyway. It don't matter. <laughs> because I, I, I said the Astros is six, but I wouldn't be surprised if this went seven. And all y'all said that way it's going to be seven. I I didn't think so, bro. I didn't. But the way, the way they playing, I mean, the way they playing, bro. I don't know. But the Astros. Let me, go ahead. Let me, go ahead. Let me ask you this. Huh? Obviously, uh, uh, you know, series is two two. Tuesday night, uh, you know, uh, Phillies go back crazy home run derby, and mm-hmm. then last night get no hit uh, combined by four pitchers. Uh, how do you feel about this this combined no hitter? Does it does it have the same umph to you as one pitcher doing it or combined? Like like, I, I I'm, I'm old school. I like the old one pitcher doing it. Okay, I just decide. I like the one pitcher doing it. It has a it just it doesn't have the same thing as the combined. I mean, it's still a good feat. Mm-hmm. It's still good. It's still good coaching because you gotta do what you gotta do to win the game. You know, yeah. switching pitchers, bring a new pitcher in, and and, and no, and to disrupt the bats. I'm cool with that. Yeah. From a coaching perspective, but from a a, a person watching the game, I get more respect, I guess, for lack of better words, to the one pitcher doing it. Hey. No, hey, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm a. I'm, the only way it goes seven is a Vegas I'm, pro- I'm probably almost uh, on the same level of sentiments like you because, I, yeah, I, I, I can't dismiss the fact that the whole team as a whole got no hit. I can't dismiss that. Yeah, But yeah. It, it, it just doesn't have that same glitz and glamour when when you got a, a no-hitter from, you know, when uh, uh, Roy Halliday did it, you know, mm-hmm. or, or when Don Larson did it. So it just doesn't because to me a no hitter in the playoffs, man, that means like because obviously we we talk all the time how when it's playoff time, man, your game should go to another level. Yeah. Like yeah. it's no better than that as a pitcher. You know what I'm saying? As mm-hmm. as as a one one guy started from any one to all the way to nine, and I dominated that lineup. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all couldn't touch me. You couldn't do shit with me. Mm-hmm. I had y'all looking foolish. Had you right. At the palm of my hand, right, right, right. 
like I love that dominant performance because you do it in the most crucial of times, which mm -hmm. you know, hey, you need big time players to show up in big game situations. It gets I to agree. me, it gets no better than that. So, and, and no, and, and no disrespect to the Astros of, of, of a combined no hitter, it just doesn't have the same feel. Doesn't have the right. same. Um, to it. it, you know, put a little um in it. That ain't it, <laughs> and that ain't it. Um, that ain't it. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's a I mean, good series, though. It's a good series, man. I, I'm, I, I'm enjoying it. You know, I watched most of it through highlights because, um, in the like most time of the game, I'm, in, I'm doing something, I'm at work or something. But, um, I will say, from a fan perspective, this is what you want. Mm -hmm. You know, you didn't want. I didn't want Houston to come in and sweep them. No, I didn't want that. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, you want you want to see a good game, and you want to see where you end. You know, like we having this debate now. You know, if, if um, the Astros win that next game, it's over with, or I think it goes seven. They creating that kind of mystique about the game because of the way they play. So you have people have something to talk about. Yeah, but I, I, if if the Astros won like the first two or three, it's over with. Well, because I see it both ways. Because I see what you saying and what Matt's saying. Uh, because I think the pressure is more going to be on Philly to get this win tonight because they, the last two games of the World Series is in Houston. So you got no more opportunities to win the win the uh, uh, the chip at home. So you got to make sure that you go into the road, on the road in Houston, in a better position, you know, in, in winning one game instead of winning two. Uh, because they got Berliner tonight. And you know, uh, obviously, we we understand the 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 persona that comes with with Justin Verlander, right, and, right, man. I mean, right, and the legacy that comes with Verlander. Mm -hmm. um, but he didn't he didn't look uh, uh, untouchable the other night in Game One. He didn't look untouchable. Uh, so in in that aspect, I think he gives uh, Philly uh, a fighting chance tonight. And you putting Syndergaard on the bump. So I mean, like you mm. know. <laughs> I think this is a good pitchers matchup. Yeah, so, I think so too. Uh, um, to me, uh, Philly's going to have whole days and winter ahead. Boy, they they going to have to find their bats again because they getting no hit thing that against Verlander. If he if he gets off to a hot start, I think it might be might be trouble for them boys. Um, they going to have to get to him and get to him early. They going to have to. Mm -hmm. uh, but here's here's another thing with Philly. I know they're. You know a good story, but you can't you can't keep trying to jump his first two or three pitches, man. Like Berlander's up there in age, so I, you got to work the count tonight. You got to be patient. You know what I'm saying? I right. think they got to be patient, and uh, and I think Berlander's is going to give them an opportunity to get some hits. They just got to be patient for it. If they over there swinging at the first two pitches, man. And the whole lineup is doing that. Boy, I, you, you might as well uh, pack your bags for Houston right now for two games because it's <laughs> <laughs> not one for two games. Because, uh, um, boy, you, you gonna make it? Gonna make it tough on you. You gonna make it tough. But I agree with you on the same part, man. They've been so scrappy, and, but they they're, they're not a trash team. Man, when you when you got a uh, hundred and three wins, hundred and six. Correct me if I'm wrong, Matt. Um, when you got a hundred plus wins on the regular season, man, you, you, you're not a scrub team. You know what I'm saying? But hey, you're just running into a juggernaut. Houston just as good as Philly is. Houston is just a slight couple of notches better, and and that's just, yeah. that's just the 
that's a fact. Just a fact. I mean, like just I said, man, I can. See, I wouldn't be surprised with seven. Now, you know, if it, if, if Houston wins the next two, I don't say okay. If Houston wins the next two, so be it. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. I won't. I won't be surprised on that end either. Either way, I've been highly entertained. Yeah, it's been a great series, man. I mean, so far, because when I saw them with seven nothing, I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> seven well, nothing. Well, they had a home run derby on Tuesday night, boy. Yeah. Hey, let and me then, say this real quick. Uh huh. Because Bryce Harper, when he first got into the league, he he came off as a, you know, an Andrew, Aaron Rodgers type of me, me, me kind of mm-hmm. selfish, prick, pricky kind of guy. He did. Right. And what I saw the other day in game three when he uh, turned bomb to come over because he saw that that McCullers was pretty much telegraphing his his pitches. Mm-hmm. And he he called he did, he called him over. He was like, hey, bro, look for this. Look for that. He gave right. you this. It's a fastball. Knock that motherfucker out of the park. And he did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you love to see that. You love the maturity that you're seeing from Bryce Harper. And, and man, I have my right, surround, I have my surround sound on. Uh-huh. For, that Tuesday, for that Tuesday night game when they went on that home run derby, and you mm-hmm. just felt the energy in that building, bro. You felt the energy in that part. And right. so I think they're going to feed off that tonight. I, I'm going to pick Philly to win it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick Philly to win it. That that destroys my pick of, of Houston winning in six, and I don't care. But I think Philly wins tonight because I think it's more, it's more they need to get it to go into Houston with a better chance of closing it out in one game instead of two. So right. uh <laughs> he said Lance McCullers was playing for Philly. <laughs> <laughs> you wild bro <laughs> y'all boys is wild today man. All, every last one of y'all. Hey all y'all joke has been off the rip today. Man. I don't know what's is, is in the IOW water. Something today. in the water. Boy, it's song, boy. It's something. <laughs> all right. Let's get down to some football talk. Imagine that. We go pretty much an uh, hour and a half and ain't even saying nothing about no NFL football. How crazy is that? Um, got a um, – tell me – all right, you know, we'll do our teams first. Hey, hey how you feeling against, against going against Green Bay? <laughs> Man, I don't feel the same way we're going against any team. It's like, hell. <laughs> <laughs> is that Pop Warner? That's an L. <laughs> Yo. Yo, I can't Man, the way they've been playing, bro. I mean, and it's like they can't get a good game from both sides at one time. You mm-hmm. get a game where they actually get a Dallas game, they play halfway decent defense. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I I knew the answer. I just you know we 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 gotta act. We gotta at least act like we kind of somewhat professional in this. <laughs> so what? Ten percent at least. So what? Yeah, I, that was my ten percent. Yeah. <laughs> back to giving, the foolishness. Look, look, look. Besides giving an open, opening statement to plug everything, make sure you like, share, subscribe to RW Sports Network on Facebook, <laughs> YouTube, and Instagram. And I'll W Sports One on Twitter. But besides that, that's as professional we don't get around this thing. So, you know. <laughs> 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 Airtime. <laughs> I 
got the Lions beating the Packers. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. The way that defense – here's the thing. It's all about the way that defense been playing. And that's and why def- Ed is in last place. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you in last place. You, my Kool-Aid <laughs> 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 Took it out the refrigerator, poured it down a drain, <laughs> rinsed it out with bleach. <laughs> I wanted no sign, no residue of that mess. Bruh, bruh, I came, I came out of hard knocks with a gallon jug of that Kool-Aid, bruh. Hey. I, I, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't even get a quarter of the way through before I stopped drinking it, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I, ain't, I, 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 didn't, I sat on the table and just looked at it. <laughs> I know how they get down. <laughs> I was very skeptical. And then once they start losing, <laughs> right down the drain. Boy, I pour that <laughs> shit out, bro. <laughs> I, Here's the I, thing, though. I, I, bro, they, they, I, I feel for you, dog, because the offense is doing it, and y'all been having injuries, and that's the thing that's killing me, is y'all had injuries on offense, but you still produce points. You know, only got shut out once. Mm-hmm. And your defense is like, at any point of the season, we whenever y'all decide to show up, please let us know. Just at any right. point of the season. Any point. Just, just, no. just give me a call. Text me. No something. Let a brother know. Leave a message on my voicemail. Let me know y'all show up. <laughs> something. <laughs> Send an email, something. Let a nigga know. And the crazy oh, thing man. is, and the crazy thing is, all you need is maybe two or three stops per game, and you might those six losses could could have easily it. been flipped. Could easily be changed a whole lot. <laughs> 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 the man needs money back for this fraud of a team. <laughs> hey man, you summed it all up, Matt. You summed it all up. <laughs> y'all ain't who I thought y'all were, man. Right. I need my money back. I need my money back. <laughs> <laughs> I was defrauded. <laughs> you summed the bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Bamboozled, hoodwinked, big boy, all of it. <laughs> Dan Campbell had me hooked, boy. I was like, oh, I see you. So you like, he was like a pimp getting another hole in the stable. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, yeah, daddy. <laughs> then I realized I'm just another hole. Oh, shit. <laughs> right, man. Oh, shit. Okay. The analogies today have been off real. <laughs> Real, I mean, but no, but here's the thing, though, man. It, it, you know, firing uh, Arby Pleasant was not was not gonna fix it. No. Um, Aaron, you Aaron know, Glenn's on seat, bro. Aaron, Aaron Glenn is the one in control of the defense. Why you why you firing a defensive back, um, coach? What's that gonna fix? Don't solve anything. Because um, well, I, I think that I think what they're saying is the secondary is the weakest part of your defense. But I mean, okay, what they got to do with the run? They running through the line. Hey. I, I, I'm with you. Yeah. What did I do you. with them passing against them? I hear they you. They no pressure. I hear you. You know, so it's like, yeah, I hear, I, I see. It was a scapegoat. That's how I shake some up. Then they turn around and give it to TJ Hawkinson, which I, I kind of understand why to a degree. Well, yeah, they no want to they they pay on their money. They want to pay on it because I owe them some money and they want to pay it. So I kind of see that. So I'm with that. They want to build through the draft, okay. But why you send him with draft picks? 
No, why are you sending them in division? I'm gonna get to that too. Send them in the division. No, no, then... no, you should have started that first. <laughs> 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 even with that. Oh, no, no, yeah, you right, man. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, both of them kind of baffled you, but I still was like, because I mean, I was reading the article. I had to go back and read it again. Because Minnesota gets TJ Hawkins. That's all I can. This draft be different. Wait a minute, what? I go back and read again. Minnesota. I saw. So now I'm reading like I'm in 12th grade. Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure I'm missing no word. Sir, sir. Huh? If you read like that in twelfth grade, we got some other things. Hey, I went to Detroit Public School. You know. <laughs> 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 That's speed reading, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we read that fast. <laughs> but uh, but for real though, so it's like. I don't understand that. Why you get now? I will say this because I didn't think about this until today. If part of that is that you gave them those draft picks for that take that money, yeah. then I that's not that bad then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You said they take they pick some of that money off his contract with them. I'm cool with that. Cause not it's not like that bad. They got schools in most times. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, man. Is it the team seems to be making some moves that's kind of like make it's you sad at them? It's baffling, man. It's like why are y'all doing that? You know, not having a strong, not having a kicker. You had a good kicker. Mm-hmm. Shoot, he kicking in on who, who picked him up? Jacksonville. God, who, who got Austin Cyber? I can't remember who got Cyber. I can't remember. I can't remember. But and he making all the field goals. You get a kicker that's missing them. You keep the one that's missing. And then you handle confidence in him, you get rid of him, you go pick up another kicker. How do you how do you go through three kickers in the season? Like once you hit a kicker, kicker is one of those things that you, you, you get and you keep them for 30 years. You know what I'm saying? You hardly ever change kickers. As long as your leg keep kicking, we'll keep Oh uh, yeah, we keep you. You know what I'm saying? How the heck <laughs> this team go through in one season, go through three tick three kickers, bro. Three kickers. And then hey. the highest paid, the highest paid player always on the trade lines. It's either a kicker or a punter. So they go so, <laughs> so they keep this same tradition up and they pay Max Fox uh this big old contract, the punter. I was like, what is this what's the team doing, man? I don't understand. So let me ask so, you this. Let me ask yeah, you. Yeah, go this. ahead. Uh-huh. If if this continues, is is uh uh Dan Campbell solely on the hot seat, or is Brad Holmes solely on the hot seat, or are both together on the hot seat? Well, based on what Sheila said, they need they release um Brad not Brad Holmes Campbell has at least another year, based on what she said. Now, to me, my opinion, Campbell probably be the first, and then Brad Holmes be the second on the hot seat because mm-hmm. he can always he always got the the leverage to say, hey, I gave him the players, he ain't do he's supposed to do with the players. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't. Because you can always say, "Well, the players I got a rookie or a second year, I got to wait to see how they, they wait and see they develop. Give some time to develop." He has that kind of leeway. Mm-hmm. Where um, by the third year, you're looking at the coach like, "Well, you got three years and you only got two wins." Mm-hmm. Dan sold the Lions a dream. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, me dreaming too, bro. 
<laughs> Glad you woke up. Bro, I was, I was on Amazon trying to buy kneecaps. The way he was talking. Real. They said kneecaps must be a delicacy. Let me get some of them. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like chicken. Right. <laughs> when he was talking, I was like, yeah, we'll get some kneecaps. Man, I ain't seen him bite a kneecap yet. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <coughs> you wow. Um what what games you looking forward to uh, this week? I think we got some weird matchups. Cause um, when I was through my NFL pick uh-huh. like, uh, some weird matchups. I don't know where to, where to go on some of these. I don't know, man. I, you know what? The Rams and Tampa Bay. Because mm. this would be a measure stick to see where they, how, how how bad both teams are. Both of them need to win, man. Both of them need to win bad. Both of them play, are not playing that great up to their potential or what they'd be expected of them. So if the Rams beat them bad, it really shows you how bad Tampa Bay is. Mm-hmm. And vice versa, but if it's a close game, then you kind of see well they both did evenly match bad teams. Yeah, you know, I think for some reason though, I still have more confidence that the Rams will turn around than um, Tampa Bay will. I think Tom's got too much stuff he's dealing with, bro, and they got too many problems on on the offensive line and injuries. So I just think they got too many holes in Tampa Bay versus what the Rams got. All right, so I'm a, I'm in my head. I'm imagining headlines for Monday. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, the Buccaneers plummeting. He should have retired. Mm-hmm. And then I can see Hollywood's story has no Hollywood ending with, with right. the Rams. You know, that Super Bowl punch drunk. Right, right, right. I see that. But at the I same see- time. But at the same time, I think Tom Tom has more to lose because, to a point, I think he cares about his reputation. Obviously, he he understands yeah. that he's not playing well and the team's not doing well. Mm-hmm. But man, neither one of these offensive lines are good. No, you're right. Neither one is. Um, Matthew yeah. Matthew Stafford can move better in that pocket than Tom Brady. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, so right. he kind of he kind of overcomes a little better than Tom Brady does. But both of them have problems on the offensive line. Both of them do. And not to mention, you know, I, I would say I would say uh, Stafford has a better arm. That's I think that's evident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty obvious. But Tampa Bay is dealing with a lot of injuries, and the only thing that <clears throat> that 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 has me leaning toward Tampa Bay is because I'm looking at you know just the story part of it. Like they're they're not in a prime time slot, but there's the only game on that's on the same time with them is Seahawks and Cardinals. So this Ram Buccaneers is going to be a national televised game. And boy, Tom Brady, come on. I can see the story written for him already. He going to come in and he going to uh, uh, lead the Buccaneers <laughs> over a must-win situation. <laughs> you wild, Hello, man. Kofi. <laughs> Kofi, what up? Man, but, I, yeah, I agree with you. So so it's like sometimes you got you gotta you gotta add that storybook element into these NFL games because they want to see what what's going to sell the headlines. They don't mm-hmm. want to keep seeing Brady in, in in a losing situation. They just going to compile everything. He, he loves the story. It, boy, I wouldn't be surprised if Tampa Bay mess around and, and and make a deep playoff run. 
because they're going to get healthy at some point. You got you just, come on. As long as Tom Brady's in the league, I don't see it, bro. He's the golden boy. Yeah, yeah I hear you. I hear you. I hear make sure that, that Tom Brady go out the way he wants to go out. Trust. And go on his back. That's how you gonna go out. <laughs> <laughs> get blasted, boy. You know what I'm saying for real. Tom Brady, the headline's gonna read Tom Brady, 46, winless and bitchless. <laughs> I thought he'd like to read. For real. You lost your female. Yeah, they still play on Thanksgiving, bro. <laughs> For real. Oh, he lost the game and your bitch? <laughs> you sorry. <laughs> <laughs> scrub, right. you ain't hitting no shit. Um, that's a good matchup. I I like that for sure. Um, uh, other than that, I don't. I mean, I'm kind of curious. About, I know I'm kind of curious to see how Seattle and the Cardinals matchup. Yeah, I'm, I I was I was going to go there, but you know, I I can't dismiss the the Titans and Chiefs only because uh you know the Chiefs got to show that I mean like always you got to show that you can slow down. Uh, that that big hall that back there in that backfield in Tennessee named Dad Q. Deuce Deuce. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that, that's a handful now. All right. <laughs> so um the thing the thing with him or the Titans in general, I mean, I'm looking at them at five and two and I'm like, boy, they are the ugliest five and two I've ever seen. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They just don't look like a five and two team. That defense is inconsistent. When they're on, they're on. And that pass rush is good. That front four gets after it. Mm-hmm. But when they're off, man, you like, bro, who are y'all? Who are y'all? I didn't already gave up on the Raiders. Uh, I mean, even if they beat the Jaguars, it's just nothing impressive. Uh, the Jaguars, they gave, they told us some fools go to. <laughs> um, yeah, you got to watch the game while you eating your ham, bro. Hey, but the... Uh... But the Cowboys and the um Giants play too, don't they? Thanksgiving, that's gonna be a good game. So yeah. that's a that's a that's a good game. So just, just depend on that. That's what I usually do. Cause Lions playing Buffalo, that's gonna be a blowout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Josh Allen gets that defense to win. They need, they, they, uh, Lions need to go ahead and rest their starters. So they won't get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, do y'all do a running clock in the NFL? Man? Right. Let's just keep it running. Keep it running. It's just going over with. We'll be stopping this one. Don't stop the clock. No, don't stop the clock. <laughs> yeah, we don't need halftime. Just keep it going. It's over with. Just one more topic before we before we uh, get Go to ahead. this uh, uh, Philly and Houston game tonight. Um, so that draft class, Trevor Lawrence still struggling. Um, Is he though? Is he? Bro, he's throwing interceptions, bro. He cost him that game against Denver, bro. He did, he did, but I still, I still see a projector moving up. I still see him better than last year. Yeah, but I'm seeing ball security issues, bro. Well, you're right. I'm not denying that, but I think he looks better than he did last year. He's taking control of the offense and stuff like that. He still has some things he needs to work on. And ball security better be it. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, no, definitely. He, He's lucky Gardner Minshew ain't there no more. Cause cause you cause I'm telling you, if Doug Peterson and been like, yo, bro, you cost him, you cost me games. Hey Gardner, get in there. Mustache mania come acting a fool again. <laughs> yeah. 
come on. He, he did it with Nick Foles. That's not that Doug Peterson won't, won't pull the trigger on it. So, right. you know, he, he's struggling. But one quarterback of that class that I think ain't getting enough credit is Justin Fields. And and I was down on Justin Fields coming out. I didn't know if, if he was going to have the arm talent to do it. And boy, he hasn't even proven me wrong. It's just, all right, so the Bears, you go get Chase Claypool at the trade deadline on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a nice little piece. Um, I don't think it, it automatically makes you uh, a contender now. I mean, oh, no. I mean, you're still three and five. And look, if y'all believe y'all can make a run, then so then y'all keep believing. But the offensive line is still trash. He's still running for his life, and 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 you already got for the future, and you trade away uh, your best defensive player, World Class Smith. So I mean, that defense is not going to look the same at all. At all. At so all. at all. Hey, but I think Justin Fields is not getting enough respect that came out of that class. Obviously, we can't grade Trey Lance. He's, he ain't played enough. Yeah. And he's hurt. Yeah. Can't really can't really grade him yet. Mac Jones, I mm. Mac Jones, like he need to retire. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, and I, I was on the record saying I think he he'd be better than what people are saying, but now I'm I'm gonna take that back. <laughs> Take that back, bro. He looked horrible, man. He looked like he um, digressed. Well, I mean, it's not necessarily his fault. I mean, look what he got as, as offensive coordinator. His offensive coaches ain't ain't the brightest now. Yeah, you're right. That <laughs> man goes. I hate to say it. Let me say this first. Fuck Nick. But like Nick said, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? How you gonna look without Josh McDaniel? Yeah. And we seen it. Yeah. We saying it, man. He don't look that great. They didn't go ahead and bring Josh on back home because he ain't doing shit with the Raiders anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 the other quarterback in this class that <clears throat> has the talent, but he needs to uh, he needs to uh, uh, humble himself and get back to the bases. Is Zach Wilson? I mean, I don't, uh, bro. You you throwing you throwing interceptions off your back foot, three of them. Yeah, yeah, I didn't look good at all. Well, you, you, what are you doing? See, she's came back from injury. He hasn't looked good at all. Because it looks like he's trying to make the big play every time, and instead of just taking what the defense gives him. Mm-hmm. He's trying to try to be he, he in his mind. I think he plays like he's in that same echelon, like a Josh Allen in the Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think too that <clears throat> what he needs to think, look at is that you don't have to throw, throw it away. You know, you got good enough defense to keep in the game to get you the ball back. That's how you got to look at it yeah so from quarterback perspective you know if you don't have to play there just keep moving mm-hmm. you know you can't try to make a play on every down if you don't have it to keep it moving yeah. you know what i'm saying take what the defense gave you and keep it moving even if you get them down even if you get your team in field goal range you get you get three points you have capable of defense to get you the ball back and come back the next time score yeah. score you know what i'm saying that's how you gotta look at it. you can't try to make a play every down because <clears throat> what, what it's going to do is that when teams realize what you're going to do, they're going to show you something to make you force the ball in and pick you off. Mm-hmm. That's it. Every time. And um, real quick, I it's just right now, but his mindset has to change because right now he is an anchor on a good team. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I don't – 
that may be too harsh to put it, but that's just how I'm looking at it when I'm I'm an outsider looking in on the Jets. He looks like an anchor to a good team because I think it's right. a damn good team. And mm-hmm. Robert Sala got him in the right direction. Real quick before we get out there, Houston, Philly. I mean, you know, this is our professional part. We got to talk about it real quick. So, all right, go ahead. Uh, yeah, Philly. I mean, come on, Philly. <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Philly's just damn good. And uh, Houston, yeah. Houston, Houston. Houston is shit and Philly is good. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. That's our show. I'm the Wild Card Mar. That's Detroit Man, the man with the Grandmaster Plan. Please make sure follow us, like, subscribe to our YouTube channel at IOW Sports Network. That's the same address for our Instagram and our Facebook pages. And you can catch us on Twitter, IOW Sports One. We mix it every now and then, man. You know, professional, go back, <laughs> yeah. you go back and forth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you you know, you gotta know when to when to be professional and be when to be ignorant. So that's right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, hey, y'all know the deal. Y'all come back, come chop it up uh with us again on Monday for episode 193, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until then, peace and love, y'all. Look here, baby. You're hitting them corners too goddamn fast. You need to slow this motherfucker down.